For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. It's about to go. Yes. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm sick to this. This the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. I'm your host, Colt Schroeder. If this is your first time in, thanks for being here. If you're part of the Nerd Mafia already, welcome home. Uh, it's Tuesday, 9-14. I waited to do this. Um, I'm calling this the phase report. This is going to be coming out uh, probably on Tuesday, Wednesday each week um, after I get a moment to gather my thoughts because uh, if I would have given you my thoughts right after the game or even like yesterday, it would have been bad, you know, but I took the time to go ahead and watch the game again, gather my thoughts a little bit, go back and look at things, look at all the numbers, kind of deep dive back into things. And I came out thinking to myself that, wow, the numbers really show that we should not have lost that football game. I mean, we pretty much dominated in all categories except for a few, and they just happen to be killers. But I don't want to get too deep into how crappy I felt while this is taking place. I mean, I was hollering at the screen just with my usual, which I haven't had to typically do, but the offense seemed like we were getting outplayed, outcoached at times. Uh, it just it didn't feel right. It looked bad. Everything just felt off to me. But I wanted to go back and check it because when you go back and look at the numbers, I mean, it's not that bad. We outrushed them. We outpassed them. I mean, we're, we're doing well. I mean, things looked OK. Obviously, the, the categories that killed us were special teams. Uh, you know, I think that really hurt us the most. Obviously, the, the blocked punt was not good. But I'm going to go ahead and kind of, uh, you know, break down 
each little phase of the game, offense, defense, special teams, just kind of where I thought we were at and what kind of we could improve on in that game or that aspect of that game as we're moving forward here. Um, you know, and of course, I want to mention that the show is being brought to you by the Pigskin Podcast Network. My guys over there, uh, that's where we're going to be the shows at all this year. Even this uh, new episode, we're going to be putting out every week the phase report. You'll still be catching the regular Buffalo Nerd episodes on the usual Friday schedule with probably uh, somebody from a beat or, you know, somebody else that covers the team uh, that we're going to be playing that week is kind of what we're going to be going for. So let's start out with the offense. Like I mentioned, we outran, we outran them. We outpassed them uh, things. I mean, if you were to look at this, you would say these numbers tell you that we won this football game, right. Or that we should have been the team that won this football game. So a couple of things that stuck out when I went back and watched it. I mean, first and foremost, um, I think Josh felt just a little off. It was, it was not his best game. I mean, he obviously came out and said that afterwards, but it was just a little off. I mean, he missed the long ball, but even the long ball, which I'm okay with. I mean, I get it. He's the big arm and he should be able to hit that and whatever. But if a guy's going to miss a 60 yard pass, I get it. Right. Um, some of the other ones that were bad were like the, the little out route to Cole Beasley when he basically put it in the turf. I mean, those are just not things that we typically see Josh do. Um, the speed was off. Uh, his touch was off. You know, some of the throws that he would typically try to like bolt them in because they need to be there. He wasn't doing that. And it was like, the one that really stood out was uh, the you know, I think it was Diggs was coming wide open on the curl and it was 20 from the Steelers came in and batted it like last second. If he would have just zipped that ball, like he typically would have in the, you know, kind of the past, um, I think that would have completed, you know, in my opinion. But besides that, it's not like he played a bad game. I mean, look at the numbers, no turnovers, you know, passing the ball. So I, I feel like overall he had a good game, but just being a tad off hurt him on the other side of that though which didn't assist in him being just a tad off was I think we, I, I watched more drops by guys that typically don't drop the ball in that game than we normally see. Now, sure. Some of that was the ball wasn't right where it was supposed to be and things of that nature. But most of the time when we see these guys get their hands on the ball, it comes in. If it's a miss, it's because it was a bad throw, you know, from Josh and it misses them all together. Um, but, you know, Beasley had dropped quite a few in that game that he typically does not do that. I mean, that was like almost a season's worth of drops for him in one game, you know, so just there was some letdown moments where there were some balls that should have been caught that were not. And so it just, that's why I kind of, when I started this off, I was kind of like, it all felt just a little off to me. And offensively, I think that showed we sputtered in the red zone. And to me, that was one of the big key differences in this game. I'm, I don't think I'm stating anything that's not the obvious to anybody. Um, but to me, we were very good in the red zone last year. And, you know, it, it goes to show that we weren't quite in it, you know, like the way that I thought we were. We're going to be able to come out in this game. I said, to, you know, people before the game, I was like, don't be surprised if we look sluggish in the first half. You know, we didn't have much of a preseason. The offensive line didn't play much, you know, that kind of stuff. So it might look ugly and it did, but I anticipated we would come out and out coach them in the second half. And we did not do that. Um, speaking of the offensive line, uh, you know, I, I still want to believe that this is going to be a good offensive line. They've been together. Um, you know, I don't think Dion's going to be giving up, you know, three holding penalties a game. You know, I also think hopefully we're not going to be giving up five penalties across the line altogether. But realistically, uh, they ran the ball. all OK, I mean, we did all right. I mean, Singletary had a good game. Like we mentioned, we got over 100 yards rushing between everybody. So, I mean, if I, I feel like this team, if we're over 100 each week with the passing, we're going to be OK. So for me, uh, the offensive line, I wish they would have got more reps, you know, in the offseason together you know, with some live action, but it didn't happen. And I'm waiting to see, I mean, maybe Pittsburgh is just that good 
of a defensive line. You know, they very well could be, and maybe they are just one of the best and they ate us alive. Maybe we'll be okay against other defensive lines. But for me, there's definitely needs to be improvement there. Uh, you know, and Josh needs a little bit of time, you know, to try to make these decisions. I get he's great and he can make big decisions and big throws and do the things, but it's just so much nicer to watch when they give him a little bit of time and it just wasn't happening in that game. And the penalties were definitely hurting us because he would actually make a big play and then it would get brought right back. I want to switch over to the defensive side of the ball, though, because, you know, on the scoreboard, the points that are put up there, uh, it looks like we lost the game and the defense gave up more points than the other team, you know, that we scored. But, you know, six of those points were actually on that blocked punt. And besides that, I thought the defense was pretty darn good. Uh, I mean, they looked very much like a 2019 Bills defense to me. Um, they were stout. I, I would really like to see some more pressure still. I don't really feel like the pressure was quite there um, all the way yet, especially with a quarterback like Roethlisberger, I think who you know is not going to move around, that if you really can get in them, especially up the middle and that kind of stuff. Um, but overall, the run D, um, I mean, Najee Harris did not have a great game. And, you know, it's his first game, so we don't really know what to judge that against. But he is a great running back or, or great college running back and appears to be like he's going to be able to do in the NFL. So I think we have to take that as a win as well, that we slowed him down and he didn't have a big game in the running altogether for Pittsburgh, which is usually their strength. Uh, you know, they didn't have a great game in that aspect. So uh, the other player that really stood out to me, which I was a little surprised because um, I gave him kind of, been kind of giving him a hard time this off season is Edmonds. Um, but he was everywhere. He was, doing the right things. He was in the right spots. He was making the tackles that you might see him get run through last year. Um, I just thought he performed much better for his first game out all off season. He kind of been talking about it, you know, stating how he was going to have a better season and he was going to show people, you know, how good he really is. And I thought he played a very good football game and Milano next to him also had a good game. A couple moments where I thought he was a little slow on some things, but I thought Milano had a, a really good game too. And when we're getting to roll him out, with Edmonds now playing, I think at a level that is going to surprise a lot of people, we're going to be looking really good. I don't, this defense to me, even though we lost that game and they gave up some, you know, ground at the end that led some points in that we hoped they wouldn't have. I thought overall, I mean, if they're keeping teams to 23 points and we're getting four trips to the red zone, I feel like that's a winning recipe and they should be commended for what they did out there, especially. The back end, I know, is taking a lot of flack, especially Levi Wallace, obviously, the chatter of why didn't we get a CB2, this, that, and the other. Uh, we've been down this road. We know why Levi's on this team, why he's going to be on this team. And a couple of those balls were phenomenal catches by two really good wide receivers. I mean, that, that Claypool catch, he was right there. He just tore it down over him, almost got him to where he didn't catch it. The Deontay Johnson one, there was a hand on that ball, and Johnson just made a phenomenal catch. So... I think we have to understand that this is how teams are going to play us. And Wallace is going to be the guy that's going to be targeted and he's going to give up some plays, but he's also making plays. But I think that's where the, where it comes in is you don't necessarily see him making a lot of positive plays, which helps you be okay with him giving up big plays like this. But I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I do still think that he is the guy and he fits the system. He knows the system. And with Poyer, and white and hide out there. I mean, where do we expect people are going to, he's going to go. I mean, and it's hard to get a good number two when you're paying a lot of other people around too. So I think Wallace will be just fine. Like I mentioned a little earlier, a little more pressure to give these guys a little less coverage time. 
will also help Levi a lot too. But overall, I thought the defense as a whole, phenomenal game to start out the season. Uh, you know, I'd like to see a couple more sacks in there. Maybe we had that interception called back that probably should not have been. We'll just leave it at that. But uh, to me, that was a, a good defensive effort. Special teams. Uh, I mean, it was really only one South bad point of the special teams and it was the punt. I mean, besides that, McKenzie, I thought had a, an okay day returning. I mean, he started out with that phenomenal return. After that, he, he, did the job. I mean, uh, I don't feel as comfortable with the special teams as I did with Andre Roberts back there. I feel like there's a lot of second guessing going on still, which is fine. You know, maybe he uh, wasn't told that he was going to be the permanent guy until just a week or two ago. So we'll give him some time to settle in. But overall, I thought they performed well. Tyler Bass looks like he's going to be the long-term answer at kicker for this football team. And that's phenomenal. I mean, he was close on a couple and I'll give him that. And I'm still going to give him a couple misses, but he's got the big leg. He looks confident. He's hitting him when we need him. You know, he's banging it out of the back of the end zone. He's doing a good job on all the phases. The blocked punt. Terrible. I mean, it was the worst thing that could have happened in that situation of the game when the momentum is already swinging. Obviously, it swung it completely. And it was a mis misread. You know, they just didn't execute the way they were supposed to. They said after the game, Miketovic said, you know, they've seen the look. They knew what they did, were to do, and they didn't do it, right? So, I mean, you got to go back to the drawing board. I've had some brothers with Hack being back there as the punter. I get, you know, that I think they like that he can angle the ball a little, you know, and try to put teams in corners and things like that. But he seems a little slower with the ball, and I think that comes back to bite us, and I think it did in that game. But overall, besides that one flaw, the special teams did perform okay. I mean, if we can get, if we take out that block punt, I don't think that anybody is really upset with the way that the special teams performed on Sunday. So moving forward, you know, we're obviously not going to be undefeated. I don't think anybody thought we were going to. We're still in Super Bowl contention, I would say, at this point. I mean, it's definitely a, a chink in the armor, but why not get punched in the face right off the bat and be like, okay, we got to get back up. I mean, the defense does look to be legit. They do look like they're going to be very capable of keeping this team in football games, no matter who we're going against. I mean, I think if you look at Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger, he may not be the guy running around, but he understands the game. And we were able to hold him in, in check. You know, he got us on a couple things that got them where they needed to be. But I think this defense shows doing well. Special teams, I think we need to be careful with them. Bass, I'm okay with the return game. A little suspect still. But I think reps will just improve that. And the offense just needs to get back on track. Uh, Miami's got a good football team. And they're going to be a challenge. But we have had success with them. So I do feel like it's going to be a good opportunity for us to get that offense back on track. Which starts with, I think, just Josh just being a little bit calmer. And a little bit cooler. And just hitting his throws the way that he knows he can hit his throws and moving on. But I'm looking forward to this week. I mean, obviously nobody wants to start the season 0-2 and it's against a division rival, but that's going to do it this week for the phase report. Uh, thanks for listening in everybody. Like I mentioned, we're going to try to knock these out every week, just a little breakdown of what happened from the game before the regular episode comes out this week on the regular episode. Also, I'm going to be joined by a couple of guys from the Finn Fanics podcast uh they're going to be part of the pigskin podcast network as well they're going to be joining me this week as we're going to be chatting about our miami dolphin division rivals get their opinion on their team and our team and we will be coming up with that episode uh this friday 
it'll be available for everybody on Friday. So everybody that's listening in, thank you very much for being here. Make sure you guys are checking out the Buffalo nerd.com to keep up with everything that's going on, the giveaways, what we're writing about and what's happening with everything else nerd. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. Go bills. You just listen to the Buffalo nerd sports podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.